Hi, everybody. This is Michael Tran. I'm your host today for the Office Industrial Connection Show. And today we have our guest, Nadeem Ahmed, and he is the owner of Venture X in North Dallas, uh, borders uh, Addison. He picked a very good location. He's probably one of the best co-working spaces I've seen uh, in DFW in terms of location, amenities, occupancy, and all the future stuff that they have for office. And I really wanted Nadim on the show just because Cody and I really believe, our whole team believes that co-working is the future of office space. And after the coronavirus passes, we really believe that everybody's gonna look to co-working as a very safe option for their office solutions moving forward now that they're seeing all the amenities that um, co-working spaces provide. So Nadim, I'll let you introduce yourself yeah. and tell us a little bit about your background. Yeah, well, well, Michael, thank you, first of all, and then saying all these nice things about VentureX. I appreciate that. Uh, you know, it's, it's great always working with you guys and talking to you guys. You guys know so much about commercial real estate. So um, yeah, it's, it's, it's great to, to hear all aspects of it. Um, as far as uh, me, um, I, I, my background is really in just taking products to market. Um, I've done that for corporations. Um, you know, I guess before that, uh, my, I, you know, I did my uh, electrical engineering at Purdue. I, I did some engineering work and then um, got my MBA. And uh, then I got more into the business development, evaluating businesses, taking them to market. Um, and, and I started doing that uh, for companies, for corporations. And then and I figured, well, I mean, uh, instead of playing with poker chips, play with real money. And uh, so I, I did it on my own and, and kind of saw a need for, for co-working space. Um, there was a gap. Um, and, and we could get into that later if you want. But a gap meaning, so there's, of course, the, the, the ones, the really cool looking co-working spaces. Uh, and ours is really beautiful as well. Uh, but there was what we try to do is have a blend between the really, um, the hip, um, you know, very garage feel type of co-working spaces, a combination of that with the traditional, because we see more, more traditional people wanting to get into co-working for yeah. the networking. So we, we try to cater to more of a professional environment. We, you know, we are still uh, open and modern as you guys have seen and, mm -hmm. and still uh, have the, the vibe that that's needed for a co-working space. But, um, but yeah, so I, I mean, I, I, uh, my last job was with Children's Hospital. I uh, quit that and then um, started this. Um, I was actually probably not the best time to quit, and I don't know if it, it ever is, but um, um, I, I was, my wife was pregnant with a third child, and, uh, and you know, we were in Children's Hospital, I have good insurance, and then so she thought I was crazy to quit to go and start a, a new venture. Um, but you know, it's just, it, it felt right. I mean, I thought, you know, obviously you have to consider what's good for the family. Um, uh, but it's something I had to do. I had to, um, I, I just couldn't see any other way. Um, and then, so I, I quit and, and started this, started this in 2018. My, my son was born four days before I opened. Luckily not, it was actually planned for almost the same day and we couldn't change the grand opening date either. So, nice. uh, yeah, so luckily it all worked out. You know, my 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 third son was in the grand opening. 
Um, and so with my wife and the, everything worked out, you know, it was crazy times, still it's crazy times now. It's, there's always going to be some things that's crazy and we'll just work through it. Um, and so anyway, two years later, I'm, I'm, I'm still here. My son is now two years old and, uh, that's it. That's a little bit about me. Dude, that's awesome. I, um, one thing about, you know, starting your own business or like even real estate guys, you know, we all basically run our own business. Yeah. And you know, that's the same thing situation I was in. I had a very stable job before real estate and then same thing, you know, like you do something you really want to do and you kind of just take that leap, whether it's, for the good or the bad or worse, you know, and for me, you know, it actually turned out to be one of the best things I've ever done. And I'm sure it's the same for you. Oh yeah. And at the end of the day, it's like one of the most rewarding things that I've ever done. Just being able to know like, okay, I create my schedule. I get to meet with who I want to meet that day. You know, I don't know what my next day is going to be like, and I don't know when my next paycheck is coming, but that's okay because you know, working on whatever all the buildings we work on once it's closed and you look back you want it to close but at the same time it's like the end of a chapter Mm. and you're like i didn't want that to end yeah but it's so rewarding you know after oh yeah yeah i mean uh from outside in sometimes people you know like when i started this whole thing uh and, and my whole family they were like uh really freaked out and one of my uncle was like, I couldn't, I couldn't sleep at night because of what you told me of how much you're going to invest and everything. And I was like, just chill. It's okay. <laughs> I got this, you know? And then, uh, I mean, I was not as worried. I usually am more calm about things too, but so maybe I was, uh, didn't know what I was getting myself into, but at the same time, people were freaking out. They, uh, I had like a, a, like a group intervention of like they're like what what so what is this you're doing you know ask my business plan and everything they're like how much money are you putting in how much money (laughs) but anyway uh so from our side sometimes is it's crazy like uh, why are you doing this when you have a good job good insurance but you know you have everything that's stable then why you want to get into that um but it's kind of like um you know like uh like it's funny because my one of my older son, he's kind of like me in terms of thinking. I mean, I was mm-hmm. excited to say, like, why why are we put in this world? Uh, he asks exact same questions that I do, and he asks the same things, like, why why are we put in this world? So we could we could be in this world and just exist and live and then die, or during the existence do something with it, right? I mean, I'm not here just to get a job and just to feed my family and just to exist. I, I want yeah. to do that. Um, um, and you know, if, if it, if it makes me fall and scratch myself and, and then I have to get back up, that's fine. You know, it's, it's still, that's called living, um, this COVID thing, just mm-hmm. part of living, you know, and, and unplanned stuff and we'll, we'll get through it. We'll find solutions. Um, another thing I tell my son is, you know, there's always going to be problems, just find solutions. Yeah. Uh, so, um, you know, I don't stress out about like this COVID stuff, you know, it is what it is. Um, we can't control it. Uh, yeah to that but yeah yeah so talking back in business is just is exciting yeah now no looking back i mean good or bad it, it's i learned a lot just like you said it's a great experience um i'm luckily i'm doing all right with it i'm doing well actually and um you know with, of course there's setbacks with the covid but we'll we'll get through it and um and uh, you know and after that then we'll, we'll maybe open another another one who knows we'll see Good deal. Right now, so. Yeah. So, so tell us, how did you get into co-working or 
Yeah. Did Ventrex find you? Because I've been to like franchise shows and stuff sure. like that. And yeah. I've seen them there and, you know, they, they're advertising. Okay. So like, how did you, why did you choose Venturex? What about Venturex made you feel like they're the best co-working franchise mm-hmm. to go with? And um, yeah, how did, why did you choose co-working in the yeah. first place? So, yeah, it's interesting. Um, so I, I went a little bit into my background. You know, I, I, I valued a lot of businesses for corporations and I also did it personally. You know, um, I never got like really into stocks uh, because there was no, edge or differentiation for me uh, I always wanted to get into things that I, I could do a little uniquely a little uh, provide a value to a customer that others can't and mm-hmm. so back in 2012 I looked I, I saw the trend for co-working but uh, I didn't want to get into it because there was all, all, all these big players and going back to me saying uh, I couldn't differentiate between them I, I couldn't provide something that was better than what mm-hmm. they were already providing. So why would I come and do the Me Too product? Um, same thing with stocks, you know, um, the reason I brought up that up. So what I did do on the side, instead of like inv- investing in just the market, uh, was I opened a, 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 a custom cubicle business where, so this was in 2012, where we would customize cubicles for, for companies here. Uh, and you would ship we would get them from Taiwan. So if you want wood panels, if you want glass, if you want different company colors on your cubicles, we'll, we'll get CAD drawings done, show you renderings. And if you like them, we'll come and get it installed. And that business was actually doing pretty well. Um, and my intention there was, again, to kind of liven up work. You know, we, we, we care so much about our home, like what kind of granite we have or and things like that. But when it comes to our office, where we actually need to be more alive and more productive, mm-hmm. uh, we, we don't care. We just like, let's go there and, and come back home, you know, and, and, but instead let's, you know, I thought we should make work more of an experience um, and enjoy where you are and have a good environment. And so, and cubicle was so dull to me. I was like, there's, there has to be something better. So that's why I got into that. Like maybe we could update the cubicles. Um, so, you know, we started doing all these like cool looking cubicles and stuff like that. And it was doing well. Um, I had a partner. I sold my share to the partner uh, because I, I just did, without getting into that, it was, uh, you know, we had different ways of working businesses. I, yeah. I was looking long-term. He wanted, like, I'm not so materialistic and he wanted to just buy stuff all the time. Anyway, but I'm not saying that's a good or bad thing. I'm just, that we had different methods. Right. Uh, so so I, I, I sold my share of that uh, in 2012. And then in 2016, I uh, saw that Venturex just, and luckily I, you know, I was always researching business and Venturex just started. Uh, actually the day I, I called uh, United Franchise Group, their parent company, mm-hmm. I was the first caller, like they, they, that was the first day they put it on the website, uh, Venturex in 2016 of uh, I think July or yeah, April, uh, August 2016, I called them, they weren't, Actually, the person picked up didn't even know about VentureX at that point. Was, <laughs> um, and I was actually one of the first ones to sign the VentureX franchise. And, you know, as you know, there's, there's, uh, there's like 100 signed locations. Well, not all open yet. And, uh, but, you know, even in Dallas, there's 10 locations. And so, um, and the reason I signed on is because I, I saw the professionalism. You know, I saw that, that what I was trying to go for, it's, it's a really, it's, one, it's, you know, it's a cool looking co-working space, it's modern, it has all the energy and, and the design from Gensler, nice high-end furniture from Herman Miller, 
all that stuff, but it was also for professionals. Um, and then the other cool thing is that it's franchise owned. So I could see my, I could work with my members directly and me as an entrepreneur and see them grow while I'm also growing and we help each other out, you know, especially in times like these, when we know like, look, I understand you got a new business and you got a hard time paying rent and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. We'll figure something out. We'll work it out. You know, we, we got to have common sense and not just these are the procedures of, of, of uh, our, our company kind of thing. Um, I gotcha. Yeah. So um, tell us about a little bit more about what makes you guys different from other coworkers. Sure. Yeah. And, and I, I alluded to that just a little bit, but um, you know, so it really comes down to, I mean, I, I love all co-working spaces. They're all so cool, you know, yeah. um, all have their uniqueness. And so um, what for ours, we, we keep the, the modernness, the open floor, high ceilings, big with large windows, um, make sure our vibe is right. You know, and like when you come in, you feel like you want to come in and work and mm-hmm. uh, almost feel like you're going to a Starbucks, but with less distraction kind of thing, but yep. grander, obviously than a Starbucks, but um so there's that, but there's also the professionalism that a lot of, co- I'm not, again, it, there's all types of co-working. What we try to do is we're catering to a little older um, target market who are uncomfortable with the, the music and the beer and the ping pong tables. They, they want yeah. more professional uh, space to bring their clients to if they're an attorney or whomever, you know, even, even uh, uh, tech guys or, you know, some, you know, when you're dealing with uh, hundreds of thousand dollars of deals, you don't want to ha- have music in the background or people playing uh, ping pong in the background kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so we just provide a more professional atmosphere like that. Um, so that's, that's one unique part. The, but yet at the same time, we're not as rigid as the traditional office spaces, right? So you're not walking into seeing a bunch of walls and, and doors and it's like, oh, just go to your office. You, you don't feel like you're coming into a dentist's office or something mm-hmm. like that. Um, so we're a good blend of that. Um, and then everything is high end. Um, the other advantage, I think, um, and if you talk to customers or members, that's, they'll agree with this, is that, that it's franchise owned. So for them, it's a good thing that they could just come to me and ask if there's any issues, they come directly to me and I don't, I, I can't, unfortunately for me, I have to find a solution. I can't just say, well, uh, let me pass it on to the corporate and let's see what they have to say about that. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it stops here so um you know i take care of them as much as i can um especially during these times and then at the same time you know i'm an entrepreneur i have my connections they have theirs and we work together and we use a lot of our members for our own businesses um you know so we have members that does photography photography for all venture access and they they were a member in my place. Now they do photos for all Ventrex locations. And then there's a lot of examples like that uh, where we, we try to use our members for our own businesses. So That's awesome. But yours is the only one with the cool Panther. <laughs> do, oh, you change, yeah. <laughs> do you change that out every now and then? Or No, I, I love the pan. I mean, uh, yeah, that's just kind of like every franchise owner has his own little style, you know, and yeah. that's kind of my style. I, I always like to... Um, try to go outside of just a little bit, push the boundaries, you know, uh, uh, you know so, yeah. So, um, you know, a lot of people, so yeah, we have a lot of unique things. You've, you'll see a lot, a lot of cool quotes everywhere. Uh, the Panther. And then, uh, you know, as you know, there's like the video studio, the 
We have podcast room and then we have training rooms. We have nap rooms that like a lot of places don't. Um, so yeah, we just, and we have bikes. So what all those things, you know, we're just trying to provide you all the amenities you may need. Um, yeah. And that's, that's one thing I actually touched on this the other day. Um, somebody had asked me, they're like, so what's going to happen to the office market? Yeah. Done for. And I was like, why does everybody assume that? And I said, no, what's going to happen is they're going to one adapt to this virtual meeting like we're doing now. And then co-working spaces are already set up for that. And so if you guys are set up for that, then why does the office like a regular general office space need a conference room when they could just do a zoom and then they can take that square footage and turn that into somebody's permanent office. Yeah. So now it's just going to adjust from utilizing their permanent space better and then having a co-working space where they can utilize the amenities that you guys already have instead of paying, you know, these crazy triple net office deals in main CBDs and they can go to where you are and then not pay twice as much basically for what you guys have to offer. And so that's one thing I really wanted to point out for you guys, because that's, that's something that is going to be irreplaceable moving forward with the new normal uh, that everybody's talking about. But other than that, I mean, what are you seeing? So how is coronavirus affecting co-working now? And then we'll touch on how it is, or actually before coronavirus, how was it affecting everything? And then how is it now? And then we'll go over after. What do you see in the future? Uh, yeah. So, uh, yeah, but before COVID, um, co- yeah, I mean, co-working is, is just, uh, we're co-working, we're sharing everything, you know? So there's the benefit of that. Like you were mentioning, we're sharing the lobby, the receptionist, the meeting rooms, the coffee, uh, you're not worrying about driving property insurance or do I have uh, my internet's working? My, uh, is, uh, uh, my network working or, you know, we, for example, we have dedicated fiber, we have internet backup internet, uh, we take care of your mail, your packaging, and of course we have the network of, of all the members. So if you need an accountant, he's across the hallway from you, or you know, or, or uh, a graphic designer could be, she could be um, in the next door. Yeah. So there's there's that aspect, the networking aspect, as well as all the amenities aspect uh, that's been there before the COVID, and that's why it's been leaning that way, you know. And as more more entrepreneurs and more people who are doing things on their own are existing um there's this thing is just going to grow you know um in the 80s there was always about trying to get into corporate getting into wall street um working for somebody and now it's kind of like in 2000s it start changing to i I want to create my own thing and uh co-working spaces are there just to help them um you know Mm -hmm. do your own thing and i'm not saying there aren't going to be big companies there's always going to be big companies and people who work in them, but um, they're, they're all, always going to need the resources. We, we're not, we're trying to be leaner. We're trying to be more agile. So we don't all need all these huge departments. We don't need a, um, a real estate department in our company, you know, let someone else handle that. So, um, so there, there's lots of benefits to co-working and I could speak to that. The, the whole show could be just about that. So I'll hear you guys, but um so yeah, the co-working is there, um, and I, and even with this COVID, I it's definitely here to stay. Uh, you know, there is fear. There's people have fear, and maybe because of me being an entrepreneur, I I, have, I see the optimism and things. You know, I try to find the uh, 
the opportunities in just like you guys do in real estate, um, trying to find basically going back to my product management days, I try to find people's pain and try to solve them. That's really the value that you provide. Uh, and co-working, just to my point a little earlier, is we, we provide we're all the money we're saving from the triple NAS, the long-term lease, we're taking on all those risks and then we're just passing on the savings and the benefits to you guys. Um, to the co uh, the people working in our space. So you're not worried about the 10-year lease or, or the triple nets or the operating expense. You're just part of that. And uh, in this COVID environment, you need to be flexible. You need to be able to have month-to-month. You need to know how, when to grow, when to not grow. Uh, if you need an um, office, a virtual office here, or, or maybe you have employees work, in the, you no longer need a headquarter. They could be in Seattle. And we could have interacts in Seattle where they could just go and work from, um, or, you know, so, so you, need, you need to be agile like that. And uh, co-working allows you to do that, uh, provides you the flexibility where you just have month-to-month um, membership. Uh, we have members that have only nights and weekend membership, right, because they have full-time jobs. So there's a flexibility. Um, and yes, the, the economy is going to be, in worse off after this COVID, unfortunately. Um, but then the people that, the large corporations that had like this large uh, 20,000 square foot, 10,000 square foot of space, they're gonna come down to seeing like, well, instead of having this one large headquarter, let's let's just have different co-working spaces where it's flexible, where we could have one in, in North Dallas, one in like Fort Worth, uh, just different spaces for different employees where they could sometimes work from home, sometimes work from the co-working space. Mm-hmm. Um, so so I think the flexibility of it, the, the ability to have, let us take on the risk, whereas instead of the companies, because that's not their core business, that's our business of so your real estate, um, and you just focus on your business, um, we'll, we'll keep it there. Um, the other aspect with this COVID, you know, there's a fear and like, you know, I see a lot of articles on like how there will be like the six feet distancing and everyone's going to be like have to be separate. I think that's all temporary. I mean, once this whole thing goes away, it's kind of like, are there not going to be games you go to or concerts or, or movie theaters where you have, so are we going to be sitting six feet away in movie theaters or in restaurant when you go there? Are people going to be wearing masks and, and you're going to be asked to sit away from each other? That's mm-hmm. that. If that's true, then we are in bigger problems. We are, we, in that case, we don't even, we, we forget capitalism, you know, and all that in that case, because there's a lot of, whole, whole, whole world is relied on that, on that structure. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, I think what it's going to be is once the fear dies down, yes, there will always be an issue with this flu and vaccines and viruses, uh, but we'll learn to deal with it better. We'll be less afraid of it you know like for example with cars we it's unfortunate people get in accidents and people get critical situations out of it but we we just accept it we just deal with it mm-hmm. uh, we don't start driving i mean that was that's the other option you start driving no one will ever get in accidents but what's the what's you know then the economy is going to be like completely shut off so yeah i, I think this whole thing is a is a fear you know it's like it's like if you if you just stepped in and cars just came into our environment and you, everyone started getting accidents, you know, everyone's going to say, well, why do we have cars? These are bad for us. Don't, don't use them. They kill us. Right. 
that are being used to it. We know how to deal with it. Same thing with COVID, we'll learn to deal with it and um, kind of will get back to normal. I mean, yes, there will be some changes, you know, we'll have better cleaning procedures, uh, but human interaction, that's not gonna stop. I mean, it's not, this is not the first time there was quarantine, by the way, in, in US, there's been done, done in the past where there was quarantine in, um, I believe in some, some kind of flu in 1920s or 30s, uh, and there was a quarantine in the, um, in the US for like about two months then. And uh, you know, we don't even know about that now. Um, so yeah, I didn't either. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So exactly. So it's it's not the first time, and uh, it's not going to be last, unfortunately, either. But yeah. uh, learn to deal with it, and uh, everything will get back to normal. And and for the entrepreneurs, it will create opportunities and and problems that they can have more solve, which is which is the the, the upside to it, I guess. Yeah, for sure. So, what do you see for the future of co-working? Yeah. How is it going to evolve from this? Are you guys going to, I'm sure you're going to have heavier cleaning measures, but what else are you guys going to do after this is all over? Yeah. So, I mean, even now we, we hired companies to do the spray of the whole place, disinfect, uh, wipe down the everything, you know, uh, and just have better cleaning procedures. And these are things that are good regardless of the COVID, you know, these are just good stand uh, things, learning points to keep even after we find a vaccine. Um, so we're going to continue to do that and, and be more aware of those kind of things. Um, you know, the other thing is probably handshaking. I don't know if that's going to stay or yeah. <laughs> it's like, I, I do elbow, I guess elbow bumps now or, yeah. or but, uh, so there's going to be changes. Um, and there, yes, there is going to be some distancing between, um, you know, because in the 2000, we were going from cubicles and things like that to everyone. Uh, in, in close uh, quarters of each other so, uh, so like put them all in this open area and together which is which is fine but uh, I think we're going to be having less of that now um, and, and, and VentureX is luckily our offices are generally larger than other co-working spaces and stuff but uh, we'll, we'll have to continue to keep that in mind um, to make sure that we can't cram people in uh, into spaces, even mm -hmm. though you know, that's really weird. We're trying to maximize real estate, but um, the people are, at least for the next five years are, are gonna have that in back of their mind of like, I don't wanna be too close to everyone um, because of, of what I can catch from them. Uh, so we're, we're gonna have to have more room between each other. Um, and, yeah. but I, I think we're gonna need the community more than before um, and you need the com community more in hard times than in good times. So um, there's, you know, as you could see in the COVID, everyone's trying to get work together, um, you know, just calling each other even virtually or through the phone or something, or just, mm -hmm. just asking out information, emailing each other information they're finding out. Um, so the need of a community in a co-working space is gonna be even greater as well at the same time. Um, so. So we'll we'll see. I mean, no one knows for sure, but uh, just my thoughts on it. Good deal. So, um, where? How do people get in touch with you? Where's yeah. your location? And yep. and go ahead and provide that so they can go find the best co-working space here in DFW. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Thanks for the plug. Uh, yeah. So my my uh, location is next to the Galleria uh, Venturex Dallas by the Galleria. Um, it's, uh, we, we should be opening May 18th. We're semi-open, but fully open May 18th. 
come down. I'd love to talk to you about co-working or anything um, business related uh, or even non-business related. Um, but um, just come down for a tour or just to come and, and just talk. Um, you could also email me. So maybe write this down because it's my name, which is Nadim, N-A-D-I-M dot Ahmed, A-H-M-E-D at VentureX.com. Um, and then, yeah, I'd love to hear from you guys and love to, to share, share anything I can. So the deal. So you guys heard it here first, uh, the Texas office industrial connection show next week. We have Cody Payne who's going to be hosting. Uh, be sure to tune in. Have a good day. See ya. All right. Thanks, Michael. Thank you. You're guys. Welcome. Take care.